Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. What the fuck? Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. It's me, Sarge. Now I'm doing the funny voices, but badly. Yes, and I think you also jumped into our theme song this week. I think you you talked a little too late, and we, the music kicked in, so there may be a little thing of you swearing right at the jump of this of the show. It's going to be interesting to find out. Cool. Well, thank God we're talking about it, and can't yeah. edit it out now. That's <laughs> nope. That's amazing. So if it's in there, it's in there, and so is all of this apparently. Professionals. Yes, I'm also joined by the mysterious L who already jumped in. Hello, my beautiful babies. It is I, Sir David Attenborough. <laughs> now, that would be a bit I'd love for you to commit to the entire show. That would be incredible. Yeah, I mean, that would be a bit of a stretch. And like, it's not it's not a great impersonation for the, the two seconds I did it, much less for 90 minutes of podcast. <laughs> that seems like it would be a nightmare hellscape for our listeners. Mm-hmm. As well, it should be. That's what they're. That's what they're here for. I mean, we're literally hell world. So yeah, they're just like, man, fuck it. Like, fuck listening to people on the NPR with their slick production values and their uh, <laughs> the only accents they're doing are their natural accents. And uh, we, we want to listen to Hell World instead, where the the professionalism is low and the bad accent is high. <laughs> <laughs> All of this is true. <laughs> Oh, I also wanted to mention uh, the heartbreak, the heartbreaking result that I uh, I saw last night for myself because uh, 
QAnon promoter Beer at the Parade, who spent his last night on Twitter yelling at me and calling me fat, uh, posted a poll on Truth Social asking who was the biggest piece of shit around. And somehow I made the list, like Vice, uh, CNN, all of these like really important like entities were on the list. But uh, Porker and Politics on Twitter was one of the <laughs> options that you could click on. And I came in with a resounding 0.7% of the vote. So, so- um, so original yeah and i was and, it, and I, I mean as, as a true uh right wing uh, piece of shit like myself i'm going to declare voter fraud it was mm-hmm, rigged against mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. i won that poll it's all bullshit so it's fucking awful. don't worry don't... friend you'll do better next time <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks david you're so reassuring <laughs> your comforting comforting british accent soothes me <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna be so bummed when he dies. I spent so much time watching Planet Earth back when it came out on Blu-ray because it was when Blu-ray was new. So everyone who everyone who was anyone that had a Blu-ray player was just like, "Dude, you want to see some fucking crazy shit? Check out Planet Earth on Blu-ray." And would, like, I thought you were gonna say you've spent so long working on your David Attenborough impersonation. <laughs> no, that would be incredibly sad based on its quality. Yeah. That would be me. That would be like me busting up the recorder right now. I'd be like, yeah, I learned how to slay on this thing, and then just like play like hot cross buns. <laughs> oh man, that'd be that, awesome. that's a joke. I have to imagine is only for Americans, and I, at this point, I have to imagine only Americans of a certain age. Are they still yeah. teaching the recorder in elementary school? <laughs> I was confused why we were doing it then. I can't imagine we're still doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> hey recorder skills or social skills you gotta have them you gotta know no way i bet i bet uh when, when they're trying to introduce kids to music these days it's like every kid gets a little loop station it's like, it's like make looping music and then yeah. tiktok yeah every kid gets pro tools they're just every kid's a producer now in first grade that's just how this works yeah that's that i mean it's certainly a hell of a lot better than a recorder session Yes, absolutely. Who do you think is the best recorder player on the planet? And do you think they're making an actual career of it without looking? God, I don't even like, I couldn't even begin to like joke about a name. Like what? So I guess, do you believe that there is a, there is a a top tier recorder player that's just out there crushing it? There has to be somewhat like a yo-yo ma of the recorder. Like, but but do they, but are they also a barista? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the true question our podcast seeks the answer for is is the yeah. world's best recording pro- uh, user uh, player do they have a day job or can they just get them get by exclusively on the recording? Yeah, what that's are they the doing issue. when they're not being a recording user player? <laughs> recording right. user player. <laughs> They have a podcast called Recording About the Recorder, and they just talk about their life as a recording excellent recorder player and how great they are at it. Yeah, I mean, uh, 9 to 5, I might be a barista, but my passion's really recording user playing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Anyway, vamping over. Let's get to our (laughs) moose-boosh. Sounds like a plan. Let's do that. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse-boosh. Not a lot in the bush this time around. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we do get to start with something that I thought was incredibly excellent. And that is uh, Herschel Walker with his, his like self-professed stupidity. Uh, yeah. Mike, <laughs> what, what's going on with Herschel Walker? 
Uh, so Walker is actually going to uh, go on the debate stage against uh, Senator Warnock um, soon, and he is already trying to tamp down his ability to actually perform in this debate. <laughs> he has uh, declared that he is, quote, not that smart, and he has also declared that Warnock is going to embarrass him. So this... And what's really funny about this is that I've actually seen uh, news articles going like, this is why Walker's doing this. The savvy political play Herschel Walker is making. And they're explaining to you and I, the dum-dums, that Walker is trying to manage his expectations because he knows he's going to do really shitty. And basically (laughs) what he's trying to do is if he can just recite his memorized talking points and get through the debate without going on one of his jags about how we shouldn't be spending money on trees because we have too many trees or how women's issues are, you know, the price of groceries and gas prices and not say abortion, which is what they were trying to say when they said that. If he can just get through, if he can just clear that low bar, he'll get like good press from the media about Herschel Walker didn't shit self on stage. And they'll be like, well, Warnock definitely won the debate because he is actually articulate and can string a sentence or two together. But Walker wasn't that bad. Right, guys? Right? And so it's like, it's really sad when like that's your goal is to try to let your goal. You're aiming for the D minus. You're aiming for barely passing. That's the dream. I love that, like, I love that pundits would have to try to explain that to your common person. Like, here's why Herschel Walker is doing this. And they're just like, oh, I thought he was just a proud idiot. What a what yeah. a savvy politician this guy is. I yeah, so I just I just one. love the idea that this is uh this is where that party is at right now. And these are the people that they're trying to get into offices. People who yeah. are just like about to get crushed so badly in a debate that that apparently they also can't avoid uh, that you have to get out in front of a bunch of cameras and just be like, I'm just a small town idiot. Like, I I don't know about all that fancy learning and words. Like, I'm just a guy. I'm just a regular guy who's about to get destroyed in a debate. And uh, we've all been there, correct? And everyone in the audience is like, no, we don't run for office because we're morons and they shouldn't be elected. <laughs> and he's just like, well, I'm going my own way. I'm dancing to my own drum. I'm I'm marching to my own parade or whatever. <laughs> I, I routinely walk into uh, a fight and be like, now he's going to kick my ass. Like, let's just, before we even throw the first punch. Yeah, he's gonna. He's just gonna uh, like just bash my head into a puddle of mud. Yeah, we've all been there, right? Like, uh, like when you go to try something new, especially yeah. for the first time, and you're just like, like, I, like somebody's like passionate about something. Like, dude, I'm really sick of DDR. They're the DDR for you. And you're just like, wow, that's insane. And it's like, dude, you should try. And you're like, uh, and they're just like, no, really. And you're like, okay, I guess. But I am going to be very like heads up. I would to be terrible at this. Yeah. Just for, for for the record, I'm gonna suck at this. Yeah. So we we've all been there, but we all aren't running for elected office because I feel like if that's the thing that triggers your you're going to suck at this response, uh maybe that's not the position for you, mate. I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah. being able to talk to people that don't have the same views as you is sort of what being a politician is. It's right. like your whole job. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, 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 to to my earlier metaphor, uh if I walked in, if every boxing match I walked up to, I'd be like, that guy is going to take my head clean off my body. 
someone hopefully at some point would be like, maybe you shouldn't be boxing if every time you step up to the ring, you're like, that guy is going to take my head off just immediately. Yeah. Yeah, like eventually the the gate the uh, athletic commission of the states like we won't sanction your fights. You're yeah, not allowed to have this fight because you'll get no. destroyed. This is this is something we we would get sued if we let you in that ring. This would be I'm pretty sure the first time it happened, like yeah. the like the the commission would step in. Right. If like if like during the weigh in or whatever, one guy was just like, "Wow, my opponent's really big. I'm gonna get destroyed by that guy." Like, oh my god, I'm gonna come away with so much CTE. You don't even know. Uh, I think yeah. the commission might just be like, uh, "Should we yeah. let this guy just get into the ring yeah. and just self avowed get smashed?" I don't think yeah. so. He could waves, die. Waves hand sideways in front of throat. No, just I mean, it's like throw. coach comes in from off like during the weigh in, through like with the towel, just throws it, just, yeah. pulls him out. Yeah. I, I think my favorite thing about this is that like w- people do this a lot when they know that they're probably going to underperform. They try to manage expectations a little, which always made me laugh. Like when Trump was when when both uh, well both in the first debates against Hillary, but once QAnon existed and Trump was going to debate Biden, that's the one thing they couldn't do. They couldn't lower the expectations, even though Trump sucks at the debates and was going to get smashed for like two months. They were like, Biden's going to hide in his basement. He's to, he's terrified of debating the God emperor. He's going to get wasted. You're going to know it. Trump's going to dunk on him so hard. And Trump's talking mad shit too. And then like the week of the debate, suddenly QAnon was just like, they're going to cheat. They're going to do something. They're going to rig it for Biden. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, the, and, and then the, after the debate, after Biden crushed him, they were like, oh, Biden had cybernetic eye implants that let him read a HUD screen that let him see his answers in front of him. I think like, we they, talked about this on the pod where they, they, all the theories, like he had a secret earpiece. Uh, that, was, that was the most believable one, the, yeah. the secret earpiece. I remember talking about that. Uh, and I mean, you would you would need the uh, the 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 cheating skills of a young chess champion, uh, rocking some uh, prostate massaging anal beads to beat Trump yes. in a debate. How's that for some topical shit? Oh, I love you. Oh man, uh, the, the, that scandal has continued. Like Magnus Carlson, like threw a match against that kid in, a, in on an online tournament because he refused to play him. Yeah, it's online tournament. The, yeah. the more that Magnus Carlson like just fucking thrashes around in opposition to this, the much more likely it seems like that he just got bodied by some nineteen year old throwing a <laughs> yeah. big, big yeah. pissy shit fit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, I, yeah I, I'm a huge nerd, so I saw Magnus uh, trending on Twitter, and I was like, oh, and I thought it was about Warhammer 40k, and I was like, oh no, it's still about chess. No, and in addition to that, you did get Warhammer news this week, so no complaining about you. Uh, yeah. no, no complaining about that for you. Like, your Warhammer stuff came, it just wasn't trending because nobody really cared about it. Yeah, uh, so that's, that's, your, that's your cross to bear. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll run through this real quick because L doesn't like talking about Alex Jones. Uh, Alex Jones, uh, in another delaying tactic, put his... Uh, his company into Chapter 5 federal bankruptcy. That means the federal court is looking at it. He is not cooperating with it. So the judge in bankruptcy court, also this this bankruptcy did not delay any of his, the trials that he wanted to. But the judge said someone else is going to have to come in and run InfoWars because... <laughs> 
they won't cooperate with this bankruptcy. And they said they're bankrupt. And then Jones most recently just spent $80,000 on a security detail for his trip to Connecticut. No one fucking cares about physically attacking Alex Jones. His security detail in Austin was this fucking seven man detail. And it was a farce. They were just role playing, checking doors and everyone, everything. And no one showed up to that trial except for the people involved and some like fans of the podcast knowledge fight. So, uh, yeah, that that's just what's going on with that. And it is great and hilarious. And he he is really getting he's extra getting around, getting to the finding out part of fucking around. So th- there he goes. There's Alex Jones second. Yeah, he uh, basically, uh, yeah, InfoWars is being put into a conservatorship is basically like the thing. Like someone else is going to run InfoWars that has nothing to do with Alex. Like his chief financial officer and him and his lawyer have been removed from the case. Like neutral parties are going to see this because basically what Alex has done is he has shell corporations that are owned by his family or other people that he knows. And he's claiming I'm broke and I owe money to them. And like, but they work for him also. So it's basically he put himself in federal bankruptcy court to try to get out from under uh, all the lawsuits he's facing. And he may end up actually having committed big boy crimes that may actually result in like criminal charges. So he might not end up owing just like tens of millions of dollars in all these lawsuits. He might actually get charged with fraud. So fuck that guy. He deserves all of it. Uh, L, do you want us to want to tell us about the MTG kick? I briefly saw this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a ton about it. I was hoping that Mike had heard a little more about it. But I guess some some young uh, liberal ne'er-do-well was uh, a- a- allegedly impeding MTG's forward motion. And uh, uh, MTG responded with a wee little kick. But when you go to the tape, was it a wee little kick? It is hard to tell. It's very, it's very much like an NFL zapperter film situation like so we're gonna go down to our ref on the sidelines mike reigns mike yeah was it was there forward was there forward motion on the kick (laughs) (laughs) yeah so basically what happened was is mtg is walking along and all these people are hovering around her holding up their iphones getting tape of her and uh one of these people uh marina pecoria i hope i didn't butcher her name too much um she works for a group called Voters Tomorrow, and uh, they are basically about getting youth youth rights and getting out young people to turn out and vote. And she was one of the people that was videotaping uh, MTG, and she was standing in front of her. And there's like a stumble between the two of them, and then suddenly you just see Marina like hopping away from her, and she's just like, "You just kicked me!" And like MTG just sort of looks at her in the standard kind of like weird way that MTG looks at the universe, and that was the situation. The problem is that none of the video actually shows their legs where the kick would have happened. So it's like, was it malicious? Was were they just too close and they bumped into each other? Whatever the situation is, it's like I, I loathe to give MTG the benefit of the doubt for anything, but. This is a weird gray area sort of situation where I I genuinely feel like it's a little bit of both. I think uh, having only briefly watched the video, I don't think she kicked her, but I don't think she got out of her way either. 
So, I, I, like, I don't think she assaulted this girl, but uh, I, I think it's, uh, what was it, the Steelers coach, when he, like, uh, was had his foot over the sideline, he's like, I wasn't paying attention. And it's like, yes, you fucking were. I think it's a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. situation. Yep. Yeah. See, I don't know what video you guys saw, but in the video I saw, uh, the like our our protagonist here runs up with her cell phone, and then uh, MTG gives her a full on tatsu, uh, straight, <laughs> straight straight from Street Fighter Two, like full on hurricane kick, just directly sends her flying backwards in slow motion. John was directing it. Doves are flying everywhere. <laughs> it's been pretty obvious to me. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that seems that seems uh, I, I I can buy that I can, I can accept that you're we may have gotten a, a different uh, recording than you did so if if what you're saying is what you saw then who am I to judge who am I to question I yeah I mean the footage I saw made it very clear but you may not see the footage it's secret footage <laughs> <laughs> hey that's that's how you start religions it's it's awesome it's it's, it's very good all of it's incredible yeah this this is going to be a weird one once it gets going I mean. Imagine. <laughs> That, that that's some of our core tenet. Yes, we're we're built we're built around this fantasy where Marjorie Taylor Greene gave a hurricane kick to some lady. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Upon this rock, we shall build our church. Our church oh of God. incredible bizarreness. The church I mean, of MTG, MTG is, Tatsu, obviously. Yeah. MTG is a cartoon character as it is. So, like everything. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, uh, we can we can talk about the cartoonish MTG all day, but unfortunately, we have to talk about another cartoonish buffoon in what is probably going to be our whole goddamn news segment. Yeah, it's time for cues in the news. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Yeah, okay, I have it. I have it written here in our pre-show notes. Is all Trump shit all the way down, Mike? <laughs> where do you want to start? Uh, let's start with like the sort of kind of sort of breaking news that we have, which is that uh, Tish James, the uh, New York Attorney General, has uh, filed a, a civil lawsuit for a quarter of a billion dollars against the Trump Corporation and uh, personally Donald Trump and his family. Uh, so basically, this is the fact that the Trumps were playing fast and loose with the value of their properties. And when they needed it to go up, they would inflate the price. And then when they needed it to go down for tax breaks, they would reduce the price. Mm-hmm. So they've been cooking their books for literally forever. And finally, the New York Attorney General is just like, fuck you. That's illegal. You can't do that. So they're off they're asking for that giant chunk of change and they're also asking that the Trump family not be allowed to run any businesses in New York for forever they want to just exile them from New York for their crimes on top of getting them for I mean I feel like this is more fucking around and finding out like yeah and we will uh, see it depends on what comes of it and we're <laughs> not, we're not going to eat like even if it's a favorable outcome it's not going to come down the pipeline for what like 10 years because <laughs> all the people involved just have enough money that they could just oh, keep stall it in, it out. The, in yeah. the gears for just a hundred millennia. Like, yeah. so it's just like, oh, well, even if he was guilty, Donald Trump's dead now, so who cares? Because it's the year <laughs> 2040, and he was an old man to begin with. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, this this might make Melania and Don Jr. and Eric sad. I mean, uh, Ivanka and, Jer- and Jared Kushner have their Saudi blood money, so they're... They're set. They the, they can. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's certainly good news. Any anything like the Queen dying gave Donald Trump like a five day reprieve from being yeah. the biggest thing in headlines. But now she's in the ground 
And as soon as that happened, it's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, here's this like huge like blockbuster lawsuit against Donald Trump and his kids. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. for a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the the uh, kicker on all of this was is that uh, A.G. James said that she was like, by the way, uh, I think I've found criminally prosecutable uh, things he's done. And I've referred that to the Southern District of New York and the IRS. So uh, they can give a looky loo at the to, at the shady tax bullshit that Trump did and see if that's a crime. So, yeah. My so God, is this, of, the, is this the cabal in action? Dark Brandon yeah, striking again? Definitely oh, is. Oh, Dark Brandon throwing all kinds of haymakers. We got every, we, we're attacking Trump from all angles. He, he doesn't know where the next punch is coming from. Because <laughs> well, I'm ball. He can't be stopped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's cool. It's, it's another, like, it's just like with Epstein and Weinstein, uh, like, they were untouchable until they weren't. It's just going to take a preponderance of legal action coming at them from all directions uh, for it to finally tip the scales. And I mean, yeah, rich people are above a certain amount of the law. Uh, so hopefully it it catches up with them and there are actual consequences in this. It's a good sign. It It's definitely showing. And everybody, I think, knows that they probably would have kept getting away with this ridiculous bullshit in New York if he had never run for and become president. Like, he got in everyone's shit, and a lot of people started paying a lot more attention to him. Oh, yeah, he definitely decided to turn a nice big uh, spotlight on himself when he decided, I want to be the center of American politics, like, literally forever. And that was unfortunately a thing that we are still dealing with. It's oh, and will be for decades. Like oh yeah, it is. It is wild that like Trump is not the president. Like that's like a kind of a thing that you kind of have to remind yourself of. Yet he's still the main character of American politics. It's just this super frustrating thing where it's just like he won't go away. The Republican Party is still beholden to him. Like it's just. In perpetuity, we have this dumb asshole who exists only to try to destroy our nation. And no matter what's going on, like, that's just it. We Half of America is just beholden to the guy. I, to this day, someone walks into my casino, like, basically every day wearing uh, a Let's Go Brandon hat or T-shirt or something. They just have to let us know that, like, I'm part of that movement that's just dumb and angry all the time and just mad at the world. And it's like, wonderful. When you see those people, you should just point at them and just be like, Dark Brandon, yeah! yeah. <laughs> Love Dark Brandon. And just see if they're befuddled or confused. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. I, I need to be allowed to recognize them at work. Yeah, use, use your position of power to antagonize your clientele. Yeah, I, I, I need to get, I need to wear a tie that's just a dark brand that just has Joe with the laser eyes on it, and I'm just like, and people are like, "What the fuck is your tie about?" I'm like, "Dark branded, you know what it's about." And it's just the laser beams represent liberal legislation. Every, yes. <laughs> every time I see uh, Let's Go Brandon anything, it's just like, are you afraid to say fuck? Like, it's fine. If you just want to say fuck Joe Biden, you can do that, my dude. Like, no one's going to stop you. As yeah. long as you don't declare violence against him, you can yeah. say fuck the president all you want. It's not illegal. It's not yep. cool to say Let's Go Brandon. You're not... You're not fooling anyone except oh, for yeah, like I'm my, 
my mom, who I had to explain Let's Go Brandon to, she's like, what's the Let's Go Brandon? I was like, oh, well, see, you didn't know. Like, you're you're winning the game. You're ahead of me. Yeah. I don't know right-wing lingo nonsense for profanity against the president. Oh, no. So, I mean, I love that they think it's this, like, witty little code. They're such clever little boys. I mean, but you can really take the temperature of American politics by someone's enthusiasm for Brandon. <laughs> yes. What, what, what level is your enthusiasm for Brandon at? Are you just like, uh, like, just sit back and watch Brandon do his thing? Or are you like, yo, let's go, Brandon? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Brandon, get it done. You can do this, Brandon. I believe in you. You're, you're so great. It is uh, really powerfully ridiculous about all of that. So, uh, like, Godspeed to New York lawsuit, one of the trillion legal events that Trump is dealing with right now. Yeah. Let's go, Moloch. Let's Uh, go, Moloch. Yes. So, in in Moloch news, Trump's uh, special master for the documents that he fucking stole, uh, that... They declared he has to pay for the 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 special master, the Trump like side of it, the the government. They're like, if you want this, fine, we'll do it. We shouldn't, but we will. But you, Trump, have to pay for it. And it's two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah. And now the special master has said, okay, like everything here is classified uh, per the government. You so you need to prove to me, the special master that you had appointed, that this isn't declassified, and you're not doing that. So prima facie, this is all classified as it was originally said. Uh so that that's just where we are. Like they've declared it classified and they have yet to prove that it's not. And the special master is like, okay, well, it's it's classified. That's that's it. That's the that that's how it is. Like there there's nothing else to it. It's it's been very weird. Like he made this play and it's just it's stalled. It's done that much, but it is not accomplished anything else. Yeah. So the Trump the Trump side of the thing about like special masters like, hey, the government said this is classified and I don't have any reason to believe it's not uh classified. The Trump, the, the Trump lawyers are like, well, we're not going to make any arguments uh, vis-a-vis declassification because that might impact our ability to mount a legal defense down the line. So it, it's, re- it's really awesome when your lawyers are like, we can't tell you if he did the secret declassification or not because that might be the bullshit we come up with when we go to trial for this shit. And we don't want to blow that now because if uh, if we go for the secret declassification in front of you, the special master, when this isn't like trying to keep uh, the orange god out of jail and it backfires here, then, oh, fuck, we might not have a leg to stand on when we're actually before a real judge for real charges. <laughs> so that yeah, they, is... they, they need to keep the fact that uh, Donnie, Donnie Trump's got declassivision and anything in his field of vision is automatically declassified. That's going to be their their special secret evidence that they produce at trial, and it's it's really <laughs> going to turn everything around for them. They're going to have that that sham doctor that said he was an Adonis when he got into the White House. They're going to bring it back to say that he's got DC vision, which is for declassification. <laughs> yeah. Declassification. It rolls off the tongue. 
vision. Oh, it really uh, does. It's real smooth. Yeah, I mean, it's just another like Trump and his campaign and his whole organization has just been playing legal Jenga for like over a decade now and it like I really it really feels like they're running out of moves. Yeah, oh, it, this has been Calvin Ball the whole time. I mean, uh, like he's basically the only person who's thrown him a life raft in this whole thing is Judge Cannon, who has been as corrupt and ridiculous a judge as you can imagine. And she even put it in the notice for the special master that like the special master kind of serves at her pleasure. And if she wants to dismiss him for any fucking reason, she can. So the fact that uh, Deary, the special master, is actually uh, holding Trump's feet to the fire, I mean, she might throw him out within the week. She might be like, hey, you, this is, <laughs> we were supposed to kid glove this shit. I'm, I'm on I'm on Trump's payroll, goddammit. You can't be doing this to my boy. So she might kick him yeah, out. She's and like, like uh, we need a new master, uh, <laughs> an, an, an even more specialer master. Yes, we need the specialist master of all in order to in order to keep my 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 boy uh, my my orange god my god emperor out of uh, the pokey because uh, this I mean because everyone when this when this happened when she pulled all this bullshit everyone was like oh my god this is this is terrible she's running out the clock for him she's obstructing for him and then the special master just walks in and he's just like nope fuck you you idiot so it's like oh shit what's gonna be their next stalling tactic what's gonna be their next way to try to fucking uh keep this bullshit rolling because uh on top of this um they have the the appeal before the 11th uh circuit court which some people have said is a nutty trump court but the the question is is it nutty enough to follow the shit cannon is doing or are they gonna be like you know one magistrate judge in florida doesn't rise to the level of the president when it comes to power in our country so that's that's the thing is like, it's very possible the 11th court. It's like, you know, she's crazy. Her uh, motions are dismissed and we're going to go back to reality here. And so there's a, basically there's a lot of ways Trump can lose here and not a lot of ways he can win is what, what is what's what's looking at at the moment. Nice try dark Brandon, but you forgot to take into account one thing. My DC vision. <laughs> Damn it. I always forget about the, the class of vision. Oh, if only if only Dark Brandon had reclassification vision. If only they had given him that upgrade. Unfortunately, Dark Brandon's cyborg eyes were only used to read his HUD screen to give him the answers at the debate. My really God, Trump's it. right. These documents are coming to declassifies. <laughs> Son of a bitch, get me Spider Man. Oh my God. Uh, so what? what's the next piece of what uh, Trump and his wacky adventures? I mean, oh. cert- certainly he couldn't have held a QAnon rally or whatever, right? That sounds crazy. He's done so much in the past week. I literally forgot about it. I have the headlines in front of me here in our show notes. The thing, the thing that's so frustrating is I literally looked at our like past like few show titles and it's like Trump goes QAnon, Trump goes full QAnon, Trump and QAnon get a room and make tender love to each other. It's just this endless 
Like we're every headline we post for the title of the show is just Trump and QAnon knocking boots again. They're doing it. It's happening. I bet that's got to be real scintillating if you're a new listener to the podcast. You go to our our page and it's just fucking twelve episodes, almost identical title. Yeah, yeah, I know. I look like one of those shitty YouTube grifters that only talks about like one thing for an entire week. Like yeah. 20 videos, but oh yeah, it's just, it, it's just 20 videos. The vaccine more dangerous than we thought, and like yeah, like they got like the startled look on their face with like with like a, a crying baby behind them. It's I hate Brie Larson and Eminem. So yeah, <laughs> just oh yeah, all the of new these Adam Levine texts. Who cares? <laughs> hey, hey everyone, who cares? Like, yeah. are you his wife? Then who gives a shit? I mean. Yeah. What are we talking about here? I care yeah. that he's really bad at sexting. But... Also, <laughs> he is and has been for like 30 years, like a rock star. I mean, love him or hate him. That is his job. So, uh, yeah, uh, me think he cheat with wife a bit. Uh, just a skosh. And, if you, like, <laughs> and I don't feel too bad stereotyping rock stars in such a fashion. They're not, it turns out rock star is not a protected class yeah. of people. So, so anybody who thinks that might be hitting below the belt, I can't punch down to people that make like $40 million a year. Like, yeah, yeah I'm always, always punching up at those clouds. So let's just say, if you're a rock star, I think you're cheating on your significant other. Just, <laughs> I, I, just my fact. default setting is you are cheating on yeah. your partner. <laughs> so like, oh no, rock star, have sex with woman. What? Headline, HuffPo, make... Make headline now. Me need see. Right under Trump $250 million lawsuit. Adam Levine text. Tell me. <laughs> and right next to like an incredibly specific opinion piece. God, fucking some days I log into HuffPo and I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, oh, what? Like, oh, how have I not re- reconfigured my brain to go to like AP News first? <laughs> I could do the liberal filtering just fine. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, do you know Bam Margera is not in a conservatorship? He's in a guardianship. Like, <laughs> but oh. uh, well, I mean, like, I, I was too busy reading the uh, opinion piece where it's just like my quadriplegic furry husband died in a car accident during the pandemic, and now I'm great at cooking, and I don't know what that means. And I'm just like, how? Who is this for? No one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, anyways, uh, steering us back into the, the the gaping maw of Hell World. Uh, no, I will continue to dunk on HuffPo. So Trump read his his whole crew in Ohio in Nazi salutes. They have a special salute now, right? Okay, so oh god, the fucking salute thing is making me just rip what tiny hair I have on top of my head out. It's so enraging. So, I mean, how do you feel about the fact that they stole it from the Hunger Games? Is it like the same thing? Is it just- <laughs> it's, it's almost it's, the Hunger Games. I thought the Hunger, the Hunger Games. I thought was like three fingers. This is like one finger, which is also the salute of ISIS. Like ISIS and the one finger was their act. So this is. This is what happened is Trump gave his dumb rally and he played this song and the song, I believe like the official title of the song is mirrors. And the problem with the song mirrors is that it is identical. Basically it it sounds like someone stole the song and just renamed it. And it's what the stolen renamed version of the song is WWG one WGA, 
which is the QAnon slogan where we go yeah. one, we go all, which is not which is found in a bell on... that's on JK, JFK's boat, right? If I recall right, correctly. Exactly. Exactly. 100%. The, the, the boat that he was in when he was assassinated in Dealey. Yes. <laughs> from, that, from that weird we, movie that was, yeah. I don't know, fine. Surprisingly yeah. good. And nothing yeah. to do with QAnon, but it was really, I mean, aside from, aside from just being about a bunch of white men, it didn't really have anything to do with QAnon. No. I didn't know it was based on a true story until the very end. I was like, man, this story is like oddly paced. Okay. Anyway, st- stay on target. <laughs> so, 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 so Trump yeah. and his friends have a weird like So they have this weird song. And the thing is, is like if you go on if you like if you like hold up Shazam to the song, it will tell you the song's name is the where we go one, we go all. It will not tell you that it's mirrors. So what happens was um the first time this happened, it was just kind of a weird thing. Trump Trump ends his speech by having the song play under him while he talks about how much America has turned to shit under Biden. And the first time he did it, QAnon got their Jimmy's rustled and everyone was very happy that he was giving them a little shout out. He did it again. And now they're like, oh, my God, Trump's totally pilled. Like now this is an actual staple of his rallies where he plays our song under the finish of his speech. And while this was happening this time, uh, there's really no people are trying to suss out why it happened. But at some point, the crowd just started holding up one arm in the air with with their with one finger in the air, not the middle finger. Obviously, hilariously, not the finger I would have used is the running joke on Twitter. But everyone's just holding one hand, one arm in the air, one finger in the air. And it created this very creepy cult-like aesthetic where you just see this large crowd of people all making the same gesture in reverence to Trump. And exactly why they did that is unknown. What was super fucking annoying was I was seeing people online being like, and then the crowd started holding up their arms and pointing one finger to the sky, a gesture used by QAnon. And it's like, no. This is not a QAnon gesture. They, they never talked about this being a thing they did. However, the moment it fucking happened, QAnon immediately co-opted it. They stole it for themselves the second it happened. I believe you mean Anon. There's Q and there's Anon. Oh, <laughs> Fuck you, you fucking Q drop. 4881 quoting sack of shit. I love people who do that. I love that. There's only Anon. And they hold up one finger because they like yes. Donald Trump. I, I mean, we keep... Titling the episodes Trump gets more QAnon because he is. Every time a we think he's like, well, this is it. He's all the way QAnon. He somehow does something more QAnon-y. And- but guys, it's time for us to move on to Trump gets more QAnon and start labeling our videos Trump still QAnon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that'd I, be I mean, great. Uh, Adventures of Hell World episode 400. Tr- Trump's still QAnon, guys. He's... He's he's still he's still doing it. It's he's like, still doing it. We're like yeah. three years in, still happening. Yes, yeah, it's just this thing where Trump is just so desperate to be loved that no matter who it is that loves him, he'll just love them back. And he just and all he knows about QAnon is that they love him. That's it. Like he doesn't understand the whole thing that he's supposed to kill all the liberals. He's like a dumb puppy who had nuclear codes for four years. Right. Yeah, exactly what he is. It's like so ridiculous that like this is where we are with this guy. And 
Uh, my favorite part about all of this is that uh, CNN, like basically all the mainstream media is just like that song that Trump played is a QAnon song. And it's a massive dog whistle for this group of people who believe this psychotically, aggressively anti-American, anti-democracy belief system. Who show themselves to be very violent. Yes. Uh, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, the last episode we had to cover like a murder that was committed because of QAnon. Um, so this is all happening where the media is reporting on it. And then you go to a Trump uh, spokesperson and they are like, we don't know what you're talking about. It's a royalty free song that everyone loves. And we just downloaded it and played it for the rallies. This is not a QAnon dog whistle. It's all fake news. So like, and uh, they're playing it as though it's just, we're not doing what we're obviously doing and what the media is calling us out for, which makes me laugh because if the point of this shit was to pill everybody, shouldn't Trump just be loud and proud about it? Shouldn't he just be like, yeah, I love QAnon. I'm, I'm with you guys. We're all bros. But his people have talked to him and like, obviously they haven't stopped him from retweeting QAnon, but he, he himself hasn't like typed in anything like, directly like quoting them so that's like the thin line that's like the last level of uh connection that we haven't crossed the thin q line yes oh nice nice sarge delivering coming up clutch when we need it the most yeah it's not delivery it's a (laughs) disargio i make Uh, it the best pizza clearly this is a dangerous turn because Trump was sending this dog whistle out to just a packed house, standing room only, people swinging for the rafters, absolutely mobbed. Uh, that's not true. It was very empty. No. It was a standing room only if you wanted to stand pretty much right in front of the stage where there was still like a decent amount of room. Do we like, have numbers? Like, I know they always inflate who's going to be there, but the pictures don't lie. Uh, according according to Donald Trump himself, 1.2 million people attended that rally. So. <laughs> oh, oh. Every, every, everything Trump posts is about how the house was packed. There were people lined up outside begging to get in, but they couldn't get in. Pay no attention to all that photographic evidence. Oh, do not. Oh, God. Who do you trust more, Donald Trump or your lying eyes? That's the That's the real question here. I mean, it's just... It's just so wild that uh, this is where we're at with this guy, that he's just he's just basically just going to create a whole different reality for his audience. And they're just going to buy into it. They're just going to be like, yeah, we hate the re- actual real world that we live in. We want to live in Trump world where he's the most popular, beloved, greatest person in the history of God's green earth. And we're just blessed to be following him. And that's why we're... Uh, holding up the one finger at his rallies while he plays music that c- celebrates us, his nutty followers. It's great. And uh, I mean, all g- joking aside, it is kind of dangerous that now w- what these rallies are starting to morph into are Donald Trump speaking to a, a, a small but incredibly like zealous group of weird culty like like QAnon devout, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, we're like, if he wanted to, man, he could, he could make, he could make one hell of a cult, like an actual, like he could just step over that line. That, that it turns out that there's more than one Q line; they're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like QAnon has always been 
like the Trump cult. Uh, he's like their, the him and Q are their leading figures, and yeah, uh, now he's coming down from on high to talk yeah. to these people at rallies. So he weird. sure is. And Q, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say, still hasn't posted in almost two years. Uh, so oh, oh hey, Q really wanted to yell at that lady who uh, talked about Trump having a little spaz fit in the uh, limo. He was she, when Q saw like, oh, Trump had a tantrum in the limo. You lying bitch! There's no way that happened. But Trump getting raided, uh, the FBI attacking Mar-a-Lago, this lawsuit that just happened. Q deathly silent on all these fronts. But the the story about the limo and the tantrum. Q was clacking on those keys right quick. He had to get, yeah. get over there and let us know what's going on. I'm going to need our, our returning Q drops to be a little more substantive for me to count it. <laughs> like, yeah. And probably a, a, a little less transparently, obviously, coming from Jen Watkins. Yeah, yeah. and also. Just like Weirdly, Jim, Jim Watkins wearing like a, like a paper plate with Q drawn on it over his face. Just being like, hey, guys, it's me. Everyone's favorite Depop's guy Q, and I've got some stuff to say. Unquestionably, the dumber of the two Watkins. Yes. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. Well, at least, at least Rod had the had the decency to fuck off. He was taking somebody else. He was just like Australia for me, and like immediately. That's that's a, that's a strong ripcord to pull. Where you're just like fuck it, relocate to Australia. Not that yeah. Australia is terrible or anything, but it's just sort of like off the grid. You feel it's like tucked away in that like bottom quarter of the world, as it were. I've seen maps. Yeah. That's a it's a, it's a it's a quarter, right? Yeah. <laughs> there there uh, is an allegation that he may be back in America, but we that has not been confirmed. So we has we, he has he upgraded his wagyu hat to a crocodile d hat? Oh, that'd be awesome! Doesn't he have a standing warrant out for not appearing before Congress? Uh, not that I know of. No, but we'll find out. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I, in the end, like Jim and Ron Watkins don't matter as much anymore. Uh, like, unless Q starts really coming back and ramping up, and be like, "Get out the like guns, more violence!" Like those two idiots, just oh. they don't matter at all anymore. Oh. Yeah, the, the the one last thing I was going to bring up about this, uh, the, so this rally generates all these articles about QAnon and like what Trump is getting us into and what QAnon's all about, and QAnon promoters are just like screaming and yelling, "Hey, we are not violent. We are we are all about peacefulness and like doing things by the book in the right way." 
But then, like, we're the just a peaceful the... research movement, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but the thing is, at the end of these little tirades about how we don't want violence, we just want pe- we want peace, we want justice. And by the way, uh, what we think of as, as peace and justice is all of our enemies being convicted of tr- of treason in military tribunals and then uh, executed. Like when Q was back when Q existed and was posting. He was obsessed with hanging people. It was one of the main things that Q just couldn't get over was the idea of uh, all the bad guys, all the evil liberals being hung. And that was like what was going to happen to them when the Jesse Smollett hoax happened. Uh, like that was timed around the same. Uh, it was around the same time as when the they finally got the anti-lynching hate crime bill through Congress and passed into law, which was something that we were trying to do for like a hundred years. But uh, apparently, America, um, apparently, Congress in America was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Saying lynching is bad. That's that's a step too far. We, we here in America's Congress, we gotta we gotta take the temperature of the room and see if America is really anti-lynching. Um, but. But Q was just like, you know why they're doing this? Because they're trying to get away with not being hung after they're convicted of treason. And it's like, yo, Q, I know you're a super secret spy who works with Donald Trump and has all kinds of insider intelligence. But uh, capital punishment where the uh, form of death is hanging is not lynching. They are not the same thing. This is not outlawing hanging as a as a way to execute people for a capital crime. Also, it's- gun, guns still exist. Right. Like, before Trump left office, I think they reauthorized firing squads as a form of uh, capital punishment. Like, like, there's a, like, do you guys really need hanging instead of lethal injection? Like, why do you care the method of killing people? It, because you're violent, you're bloodthirsty, and you want to see someone hung. Like, someone just laying on a gurney and then being, like, just going to sleep effectively. It doesn't give them the dopamine hit that they were looking for. Like, they're just obsessed with it. And it's like, no, you actually are violent because I have this really shocking idea that if you if we did things by the book and tried Hillary Clinton for treason and she got acquitted because the evidence wasn't good enough, you wouldn't accept that result. You'd be a yeah. literal, you'd, you'd probably throw a little fit. You'd be like, no, she did do the treason. Rigged, deep state, burr, burr, burr. It's, it's, it's like, no, no. It's like fucking Biden said, we have one side that accepts the results of the elections and one side that every time they lose, they scream cheat. And that's just not how things are supposed to work. But they're like a plucky group of rebels, man. It's like Star Wars. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's why we got that new Star Wars show and or like it's It's just like Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, It's just like about. Yeah. It's. I mean, there's there, there's never been a more clear parallel. That's why <laughs> that's why Star Wars fans are always so, so up in their feelings when a woman or a person of color ends up in a position of having, you know, any story agency in those movies. They're just like, what the f? There's like, why... it's also it's supposed to be white men and people in alien costumes. That's why when the prequels came out, it was clear allegory about the Bush administration lying about WMDs. So you can raise an army and start a war. Do you think your average racist Star Wars fan, uh, because we now know there are a lot of them, they all came out of the woodwork during the, oh boy, the sequel they. trilogy. Uh, do you think that they've always just assumed that like Chewbacca is like a white guy under the fur? Or do you think that just like all aliens get a pass? Or they, I have to imagine yeah. they love Chewbacca. 
because he he doesn't have the audacity to be female. Yeah, <laughs> or or an ethnicity that they can recognize, but they, but they don't know. So that would be because he's covered in brown fur. So. <laughs> Like, and I don't know, like, if you see a lot of dogs when they're shaved all the way down, they're, like, definitely not white. They're, like, gray. It's gross. <laughs> they're also dogs and don't really. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, is Chewbacca closer to, 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 a, to a Star Wars racist? Is Chewbacca closer to a dog or closer to a Caucasian man? Uh, Probably, I mean... Caucasian man, you'd have to ask him what race they think Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z is, too. I mean, I feel like if they if if they intend on enjoying the show, they just have to be like, he's an alien man, he's green or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put politics in my shows, unless it's politics I can get mad about. Yeah, then I feel then like I'm the, going to let you know about it real quick. The Venn diagram of racist Star Wars fan and racist DBZ fans is basically a circle yep i mean it turns out that uh unfortunately racism uh gets into almost everything it's like sand and i don't like sand it's coarse and it gets everywhere (laughs) it's still (sighs) funny after all these years like (sighs) oh man what 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 an incredible screenplay what writing so good that joke kills, and not just the men either, but the women and the children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Do we have any more terrible news? Uh, no, oh, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, oh, John, do we have? <laughs> yeah, we we oh, we have all kinds of terrible. Well, we have good news and we have terrible news because we have uh, Ukraine continuing to beat Russian ass, and uh, Vladimir Putin today declared a partial mobilization. Three hundred thousand to- troops. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Like I, I'm sure that like I've been reading the stories about the incredible training Russian troops are getting, where it's like, here's your rifle from World War One. Now go to the front line and get blown up by a HIMARS America just sent to the Ukrainians. I, I love how that sounds like it's really bulking up the forces, but I mean, assuming that their casualty rates are being underrepresented, and they might just be like replenishing what they've lost. Yeah, like, it might just be like, "Hey, we need three hundred thousand more able-bodied men to come to the front line because we have lost three hundred thousand of those already." And their generals keep dying, either yeah. on the front uh, because they don't have any security, or when they get back home, they fall out a window. Yeah, or into the ocean. Sometimes yep. they fall into the ocean. All these things are possible. Yes, you can yeah. you can fall so many places and die in Russia. It's very <laughs> it's a very tricky place to be on your feet. Yes, yeah. We're always talking about how slippery it is in Russia. Oh, oh and, and we're getting close to winter, so it's going to be especially icy, and those windows are going to be especially tempting. It's just, it's just the way it's just the way of living in Russia. If we, if you have a meeting and it's above the second floor, if you're <laughs> at all nervous, that. don't take the meeting. Do not, do not go. Can you imagine? Oh my god! Every every single interaction with top level Russian officials at this point must be like a spy movie. Like somebody <laughs> comes in, and like pours them a glass of water, and then they're just like staring at it. The you drink it like first, a, like like pulling it tight on their face, and like a bead of sweat is trailing down them. And then Lots somebody of- else takes a sip of it, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And then they they sigh heavily, and then they go to wipe their 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 sweat with their handkerchief, but they're looking at it, and they're just like, "Oh my god, is there ricin on this? Am I gonna die?" All those Russian millionaires, they're like, they keep seizing all our yachts and they're just like, that's fine. You can keep them. They're, yeah. they're very tall and on water. Yeah. <laughs> Russian mansions are just one level, just sprawling. 
Like, do not. No, it's, like, it's, like, it's like a ranch house, but it takes up like four <laughs> blocks. Yeah, it's very, very long. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, Russia's getting skunked at the moment, which is great. And uh, briefly, we should probably touch upon all of the checks, notes, human trafficking that DeSantis uh, and others are doing. Mike, what's up with this human trafficking? Oh, so yeah, our boy Ron DeSantis, who's trying to like trying to try to, he's going for the gold medal in the cruelty Olympics that he knows tr- Trump is never going to give him. Like, I just it, he decided to uh, send some immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, and the truly sick part of this is that they weren't even immigrants from Florida. They found these immigrants in Texas. And then I believe got them to Florida and then sent them to Martha's Vineyard from there. So it's this bizarre interstate immigrant trafficking scam, which uh, all kinds of people on the Internet have talked about the particulars of if this violates federal law or not. What kind of shit were they doing? If if this is only a civil crime or a criminal crime, well, they're, um, and they're currently being sued in a class yeah. action lawsuit. Oh yeah, yes, three of the immigrants have already filed a class action lawsuit against the Santos for <laughs> they shipped them to an island full of lawyers. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like this is, and my and my favorite part of all of this shit is just, again, this dual reality that we live in where what really happened was these, these, these Venezuelan immigrants arrive in Martha's Vineyard unannounced. People find out about this and are horrified. They begin helping these people any way they can. Uh, the Republican governor of Massachusetts mobilizes the National Guard to uh, move them to an actual place that can give them long-term shelter. And pretty much everyone works in solidarity to help these people who have been fucked over by prick Republican governors trying to score cheap political points in the citizens' case for running for president in 2024. And like that's what actually happened. But if you look at the right wing world, it's like, oh, libs owned racist Martha's Vineyard kicks immigrants out because liberals are hypocrites who hate immigrants and minorities and are racist scum. And when push comes to shove, they're just terrible people. The unspoken end of that sentence is like us, like basically, hey, we're racist, but it's okay because deep down inside, liberals are also racist. So we get a pass on that, right? And it's just wild that like the response they were supposed to get, which was like people were like, oh no, immigrants are in our town. So gross. It didn't happen. Not in a million years did it happen, but they're just going to run with it. They're just going to pretend that that was their reaction. They're just going to pretend that Martha's Vineyard turned its back on these immigrants and, and did nothing with them. And then had the, had the military step in and swoop them away. Cause that's how all rich white people handle immigrants. And, and, it's really telling that that's the that's the angle they're playing this on because and also uh, it's not like they're stuck on the island they they will get the immigrants to to like you know to mainland massachusetts and i'm sure that there are a bunch of places in massachusetts that are going to be perfectly willing to take in these people and also not for nothing there's a labor shortage so you're just sending like 400 potential new workers into a market that needs new workers like i'm sure a lot of places might just be like absolutely like let's go <laughs> yeah yeah and they, they i'm pretty sure they have the documents that they gave these people to trick them onto these flights where they promised them 
housing and jobs and uh, permanent citizenship. Yeah, it was like expedited work papers or something. Yeah. Some of them said they were being promised. So the legality of it is is uh, is nonsensical. Hopefully, we'll we'll <laughs> get to circle back to this one once the lawsuit goes uh, in favor of these uh, unfortunate people that were literally waylaid across multiple state lines and then flown over multiple states to Martha's Vineyard of all places. Yeah. And I think my favorite thing, oh God, I keep saying that. What a crutch phrase I'm using. But uh, I saw an article about, because apparently they were going to do it again today where they were going to send immigrants to Delaware to try to give Biden the razzle dazzle. And it was like, it was the, the headline was like punked uh, flight goes to New Jersey instead of Delaware as DeSantis keeps Democrats off balance. And it's just like NBC News, pro-human trafficking, pro-cruelty, thinks this bullshit is savvy politics. Yeah, way to get him, DeSantis. Way to trick immigrants into thinking they're getting jobs and sending them to other states where they're like now they have no support systems and are fucked and have to like basically hope the state will take care of them, which they will because that's what blue states do. But still, you could write article, DeSantis, monstrous piece of shit. Why is Florida going to reelect him as governor? Get your heads out of your asses, you dumb pricks. And it's, it's yeah, wild. it's like also if you're a resident of Florida, I salute your elected officials use of your money yes uh, your taxpayer money get it go, going to stuff like this quite nice i'm sure your schools and all that stuff are doing just fine and i hear that the price of fuel is actually super cheap right now so definitely <laughs> definitely just be flying people around the country all willy-nilly uh to own some libs i guess or whatever uh good stuff uh speaking of good stuff let's roll right along into our uh, mailbag segment and get to our swollen bag our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Uh, so- ah, yes, our bulging, wet, swollen bag. Yeah, this this one's just for Sarge, who I can see on yeah. camera shaking his head. Yes, Gross. that's the reaction I wanted. Okay, moving on. It's a regular <laughs> bag. It's dry and filled with a few letters. <laughs> So uh, Pancake Peasant asks, um, what is the deal with conservatives ragging on about part machine stuff? And there's a photo of um, someone from CPAC talking about uh, human and part machine. And then they show like the the trans flag with like a robot person in front of it. And do they think trans means transhumanism? Uh, do, do they think that trans means transformers? Yeah, what, what's going on? I think that that is I think that is a point of this is that um, this goes back to like the the people getting chipped, uh, barcodes being put on your hand and stuff like or forehead, like the mark of the beast. Uh, transhumanism and cyborgs have always been a part of this kind of culture where it's a sign of uh, Satan taking over and getting the W over God, where you're going to be, you're going to be implanted. You're going to be chipped. You're going to be marked. And so this is a big part of like Christian uh, end times prophecy. And this, I mean, every bit of technology always, you go through this shit where barcodes were the mark of the beast. Now QR codes were the mark of the beast. The vaccine was the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast is whatever new thing it is that everyone's using or everyone supposedly has to do. It's just like part of the system where you're just trapped in it. And so uh, 
this this thing it's been around for forever and it will never go away because as technology improves probably more and more people are going to do something involving like technology and body modification it's just like there's like some businesses in, in europe where it's like you can like instead of having your little like badge that opens all the doors in your building, you can get a little chip in your, in your finger and all the doors will recognize it. And you can just get through all the doors. And it's like, well, this is a lot easier than opening my wallet, grabbing my wallet every time I do this. So why not have a little chip in my finger? And people are like, no, that's the, Oh, now the devil's in you. Now your soul can't be seen by God. That's the Lord's finger. How dare you sully it? Haven't you seen demolition man? (laughs) Yeah. Dude, I want I want all the microchips. I want to I want a microchip that does everything for me. I want a I want a microchip a microchip that like just lets me turn the lights off from bed so I don't have to get up. I yeah. just want I just want I just want to think about my light turning off and then I'm just like, yes, all that complicated brain surgery was super worth it. <laughs> lights, lights off, please. And th- think think incredibly hard about light turning off. Ah, did it, nailed it. <laughs> My left eye is going to spasm for five minutes, but it's worth it. Totally okay. <laughs> what? No, I mean, people are making uh, people are making crazy strides in technology like that, like for uh, prosthetics and stuff. It's always wild when I see a new one. And it's just like this, you know, th- like just like thought operated prosthetic arm or whatever. It's like that's cool as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what, stupid Republicans, uh, more cool transhuman shit for yeah. us libs. Yes. Don't worry, I'm sure I'm sure that your rebellion will go extra great when all those liberals have like cyborg bodies and mantis no. blades and shit. <laughs> yeah. Here, here, comes, here comes Johnny Reb with his AR fifteen. Oh, I've got like I've got dermal plating, so like I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah, who would have thought that like we would that uh liberals would get the mantis blades and football in America's national divorce? I mean I can't just... I can't wait for Monster League football. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Uh, so thank you for the question uh the nerdy horror fan asks what is the fastest spaceship if they were real if they were real of course the millennium falcon or the starship enterprise oh i don't know isn't this like this is probably a thing that nerds have solved that we could just google if we wanted to right i mean i don't i don't know the math i don't know the math evolved i in my head i would imagine that the enterprise is faster because at some point don't don't they don't they go through time by going fast in the enterprise frequently well yeah and also like it's kind of the argument about like uh i assume that like star wars is more hyperspace whereas uh star trek is warp speed which is just going faster than light right. so screen rant has us determining which spaceship is faster is uh almost virtually impossible but we now know the Falcon can travel 9,130,000 times the speed of light, and the Enterprise tops out at 1,649 times the speed of light. Okay. B- boom. Millennium so, Falcon, Millennium by, a Falcon by a lot. <laughs> but, the white, but the Millennium Falcon never travels through time. So, like, except in that one story this. where they crash and Chewbacca is Bigfoot. Is that a thing? That'd yeah. be great. I didn't make that up. It's no? else. Nope. And, and then a bunch of rednecks encounter him, and they're just like, oh, we didn't know the Bigfoot was white. That's cool. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So that, 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 that is what we, what we call a call back. Uh, when the, the question was being read, I thought it was going to be open-ended, and I was going to get to, to scratch an old itch that I haven't scratched in a while, which is fondness for the Hitchhiker's Guide for the Galaxy. 
and be like the heart of gold. Of course, it travels instant. Yes, nothing is faster than instant. Nope. The heart, yeah, I, I, I would I, I would have to say the heart of gold does win. The infinite improbability drive is is obviously faster than everything else because it can do anything you want. It's just infinitely improbable. In, 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 including it could it could uh, it could do like a, an MCU thing. Like you could use it to power a multi-film franchise where every property you wanted to just shows up, right? Like, like if Warner Brothers bought the license to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, they could just make a movie where the dumb spaceship lets like a different Flash show up, so they can cut ties with Ezra Miller. <laughs> nice. it, took, it took me a while, but I, I found the lane to make that a t- another topical reference. <laughs> uh, what a genius I am! Uh, truly, <laughs> the greatest of us. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, Placeholder asks, uh, have any influencers been doxxed recently? Uh, Ghost Ezra and Patel Patriot are the last ones I recall, but I'm a casual. Um, We haven't really had any new hotness arrive in the QAnon sphere because Ghost Ezra was kind of a Johnny-come-lately, and Patel Patriot's whole shtick is that I wasn't QAnon this whole time. I just came up with this cockamamie de-evolution thing about how Trump stealed secretly the shadow president because when I saw Trump like walk away and Biden get sworn in, I was very sad, and I had to create a coping mechanism. And now that coping mechanism is a very successful grift. So go me. Shadow President baby. sounds like a PS2 game. Yes. <laughs> Nano machines, bitch. That was like one of my favorite. That was I love this part of QAnon. Was like the like the whole time. Like Q is just like Patriots in control. Trump is five steps ahead of everybody. He's so good. He's crushing them. And then as the election was getting closer, and I think Ron and Jim both thought Trump was going to take the L there. uh, I remember Q had a drop where he was like the shadow presidency of Barack Obama. And he was talking about how like Obama was trying to undermine Trump from like behind the scenes and was like working to like destabilize the Trump administration. My God. Shadow Obama. <laughs> I feel like you're toying a tone a line there. Yeah, and it, it was just it, it was just so funny because it's because it was one of those moments where you've built up the protagonist to be so super powerful that no one can stand up to them, and then you're like, oh no, I need to make the villain seem kind of scary. So now I got to up the power level of the bad guys, and it's just like, okay, great. So is Trump still five steps ahead or is he down to only two steps ahead? Like, how is our un- unassailable hero doing vis-a-vis the great evil that he's supposed to defeat? Does he still have that uh, proviso in his contract like Steven Seagal had in Under Siege 2 where he can never look bad? Like, that movie is the funniest thing to watch because... Too late. It literally, in the entire movie, he's just completely incapable of being hurt. Like, he gets shot, and one of his uh, sidekicks is like, you've been shot. He's like, nah, not really. I'm good. Everything's good. And it's like, man, you know, this movie would be better if Steven Seagal faced any crisis at all. Nope. In the contract, can't have to crush everyone with contemptible ease because I'm Steven Seagal, and I understand what acting is. Acting is letting the audience know you can't possibly fucking lose. No dramatic tension. Well, I mean, don't don't both Vin Diesel and The Rock have that in their contracts, like, now? I I think, yeah. Well, they had a thing where, like, it was in the contract with their fight scene, they had to have an equal amount of offense. Like, neither one of them could be on the defense longer, and the fight had to end ambiguously where either one of them could have won it. 
It was just this. Well, yeah, I, I think that's part of a larger problem where Vin Diesel's like contract states that Dominic Toretto's like incapable of losing. <laughs> I, 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 I think that I think that in, in his contract, especially now that he's like producing them or whatever, like that character just does not take L's. He's a, he's a he's an unstoppable W machine. When he shows up to solve the problem, the problem is getting solved. He's Saitama. He just like shows up and like you know he can't lose. So you're like, oh okay. Yeah. I guess we'll pay attention to all the cooler characters around this clown because this clown shows up and just can't can't lose. Yeah. But yeah, uh, going back to the main thing here, uh, because we haven't had any hot new QAnon promoters, there's really no one that's had to have been doxxed. Uh, also, it's hard to dox people who are, are just getting to be open in the air with it these days. Like, yeah, you don't I really mean, have to hide that shit. A lot of people in like public office are, are just like, right on, I agree with the crazy stuff you're saying. JFK Jr. might be alive. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, the guy who was the, the our one of our favorites here on the podcast. You love you love in the Matrix and Spooky Groove. Oh uh, man, we haven't uh, talked about these clouds in a while, right? But uh, in the Matrix is like aggressively rebranding himself as himself. Like he's no longer just going by the in the Matrix like tagline. Uh, yeah, he uh, if you go on Truth Social, he's actually Jeffrey Peterson, and his tag is just in the Matrix with three X's. So, like, he's just going, real name branding, baby. Like, just not even worrying about it. I'm not Matrix. I'm Jeffrey Peterson. I'm the guy who does the Matrix show. I mean, that sounds like the name of somebody who is plugged into the Matrix still. (laughs) That name is so generic as to sound pretty fake. Yeah. (laughs) Like, hi, I'm Jeffrey Peterson. Please say all of your racist stuff into my collar for no reason. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I am going to go eat human food the way that human people do. Excuse me. I have to vacate my bowels and bladder. I will return later. I am Jeffrey Peterson. You can't <laughs> yeah. you can't dox the Queen of Canada. She's always on the move. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's very very you can't very... dox what you can't catch. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's queen shit right there. Yeah. Uh, so, um, thank you for the question. If any new QAnon people who want to remain anonymous, uh, do pop up and get docked, we will keep in, keep you in touch. Uh, Snorlax CPAP says, uh, with Trump and Q officially married, what is the next act? We have the post, the song, the debated hand gesture. What's the next step? Um, Cons- consummation. That's why Ron's yeah. back in America. Yes. Yes. He's, he's, he's coming to America. <laughs> <You see? laughs> oh no oh no yeah that's right that's part of that yeah we're workshopping that one yeah <laughs> because i get the feel. <laughs> yeah no sir i don't like it would you uh, like to take a brief survey about the bit i just did <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna go five to outrank sarge's one on that how you felt about that bit we're gonna, we're gonna level that thing out to a nice crisp three it's gonna be awesome uh, the I think the real question here is if Trump ever actually decides to just start talking about QAnon directly at a rally, because I I don't think he will because I don't think he has it in him to freeform about QAnon, and his support group is never going to put that shit in the teleprompter. He's never going to read a QAnon jag off the teleprompter because his speechwriters and those people know that like. What we're doing right now is great. The winking and nodding we're doing, oh, they're so happy. They're so excited over it. Everyone's just over the moon about that shit. 
but we gotta keep we gotta keep that arm's distance. We gotta keep that plausible deniability going, which is again why you had all the liberal media pointing out that he was using a QAnon song, and his own spokesperson was like, "Fake news, lying media. We're not using a QAnon song. Fuck off." So, I think that's the main thing. Is uh, I'm seeing a lot of QAnon people. Uh, going back to the well of a thing called ask the question, because back when Trump was president, I know it's a weird thing. It really happened. Uh, who knew? Um, Q had posted that if the media asked President Trump about QAnon, he would confirm its legitimacy immediately. Like if everyone was like, hey, Trump, what's the deal with QAnon? He'd be like, they're real. And by the way, you're under arrest. And like cops would just run into the press pool and just grab Jim Acosta, just drag him away for treason. And so they for years, they were like, the media is too scared to ask the question. They know what will happen if they do. And then during the 2020 election, someone was like, yo, Trump, what the fuck's up with QAnon? They love you. And it's weird because they're they're evil sickos. And Trump was just like, they love me and they hate pedophiles. How bad can QAnon be? And they're like, but you're supposed to be like the leader of QAnon or whatever. He's like, hey, look, all I know about QAnon is that they hate pedophiles. They love Trump. So uh, I'm cool with them. Uh, But it's fine. But yeah. So he deflected the question, and that was not the answer that Q said they was going to give. Again, Q said they asked that question, boom, world changes. It is just game over. So that happened. We went, we lived through the question, and now QAnon's just pretending that didn't happen because Trump's so aggressively signaling them. They're like, oh man, Trump's admitting Q is real. The media is scared to ask him the question. So ask the question is retrending on Truth Social now. And it's like, yo, we asked the question to him two years ago. And he said, don't know him, but I know they like me, so I'm cool with him. That was that was his answer. We've already got his answer. He's on the record about QAnon. He's not going to say, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm Q plus and you're arrested. And then the media person's going to be like, but you're not the president. You don't have any authority. And he's like, I'm the shadow president. You're shadow arrested. And they're like, oh, they go into shadow jail. It's very scary. So they, they, they fly off in one of those like rectangles, like they're getting sent into the phantom zone. Yes, exactly. Actual <laughs> <Actorel>, forgive us. <laughs> Trump jumps. Yeah, in I'm a... gonna take the I'm gonna take the long shot bet on this. Uh, what do I think is next? And what I think is next is some well-meaning uh, hacker is going to hack into the teleprompter and Ron Burgundy, Donald Trump, into saying "Zig Hale" on stage, and the crowd is going to be surprisingly into it. Oh, the surprising part of that is not true for me. I, I think the crowd would. I'd be like, "Yep, that crowd's into it as much about as much as I thought they would be." Sounds right. The, the crowd's like, we're very engaged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yikes, guys. Come on. That's actual Nazi stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we need everyone to calm down. Uh, Reverend Xenofact asks, uh, it feels like QAnon as a whole is getting crazier and more dangerous. Do you agree? And will they snap before or during or after the election? Uh, well, it definitely the longer the run here is the more likely uh if trump gets indicted they'll snap uh if some of their favorite candidates lose they'll snap um if they don't win the house oh my god will they fucking lose their goddamn minds if they lose both the house and the senate 
that's there there will be domestic terrorism there's there's no two ways about it and again 98% of QAnon ain't going to do shit they're all larping boomers who don't have it in them but you preach this shit to enough people you're going to get some people that are capable of doing bad stuff to get the brainworms enough to do it cuz if they lost everything, like if Carrie Lake loses running for governor, if they lose the House, they lose the Senate, other other QAnon nuts don't win their elections, they're going to look at it. They're going to be like, all this shit's fucking rigged. We can't win an election because they've rigged it against us. The only possible solution now is violence. And that's what's going to happen for a very small group of them. But that small group is still going to be capable of doing some damage. So it sucks. But this is where we're at. I mean, literally, like when I got into QAnon, uh, like monitoring it and reporting on it in 2018, when people were like, why are you doing this? My answer would be because these people are going to get people killed. That was it. They're just like, this is why I'm monitoring this shit, because people are going to die as a result of it. And not a, less people have died than I thought, which is great, but it's always there. Like that threat. Yeah, it's, it's still definitely not zero. Right. And it's, but it's just like that threat is going to be there for as long as this exists. And this isn't going away anytime soon. So, yeah, they're, they're only ramping up. Unfortunately, Trump and Lindsey Graham were right. If Trump gets indicted, yeah, bad news. Oh, but. yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, I, I've actually seen QAnon promoters being like, yeah, they know if they indict Trump, like it's civil war time, baby. And they're totally in favor of it. And it's like, aren't you the peaceful research movement? Yeah, but if Trump gets indicted, we're not the peaceful research movement anymore. And it's like, oh, great, wonderful. Like, but again, try it, please. Like, do something, you stupid pricks. Um, but it's bad. It's just bad. And this is why uh, delegitimizing, uh, just saying that elections are illegitimate, is a really bad way to go. Because once you go to that level. The only possible uh, outcome is violence. Uh, it's um, the quote from JFK, those who make peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable. O- only here we gave you the chance. We had a free and fair election. You just happened to lose. But because you have so many screws loose, you're like, no, that election wasn't yeah. free and fair. It was rigged. So now I got Now violent revolution is inevitable. Now we got to do it. We got to go that extra mile. And uh, so, yeah, it, it sucks that like this is a question that has to be answered and the answer is shitty. So yeah, I really don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> I, I like uh, the, the Forrest Gump button on the end of that one. Yeah. And so, that's all I've got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, Cleodora Silvestri, uh, right clicking your name is way too long all the time. So I'm not clicking through to find out what it says. I'm, I'm sure it's about stealing an NFT. If it's right clicking involved. Uh, Trump's special master just told him to get bent. Who is next to practice Trump's favorite sport by throwing him under the bus? Um, oh, I mean, one of his kids for sure. You know, oh, the day Jared or and Ivanka turn on him and just sell him down the river because they got their Saudi money, that'll be the greatest day. Like if Ivanka's the one that actually put the knife in his heart, that would be just so hilarious because, I mean, she's his favorite because of the whole creepy incest thing. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just love that that's that's the established lore it's just like yeah be, she's the favorite because Donald Trump really just wants to put it to her yes hey he's, he's never said anything about uh, Eric or Don Jr he's never been like yeah Don man. <laughs> Don's a handsome kid if I, if I were his father I'd really be into it 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eric, Eric's a five. Sorry, Eric. I don't know where you got your genes from. I don't even know if you're mine. So, I mean, if... in his defense, there's no way he ever said that about his daughter. Uh, <laughs> that, that, is, that, that would be impossible. That man was president of the United States. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We would never have a president who would just sort of like casually talk about incest as being a thing he might be into at some point. I feel, I feel like hopefully the Matt Gates payoff happens and somehow he's got dirt on Trump or somebody like and like hopefully he's like a domino or whatever. Yeah, I mean, like whatever, whatever happened to that big foreheaded clown? Oh, that like, reminds me. Holy shit. We had so much news this week that it came out that the pardon he asked for was for his fucking sex trafficking crimes that he's still being investigated for. Like someone was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I talked to Matt Gates, And when he was like, oh, yeah, I asked for him for a pardon. And it wasn't like for one six involved shit. It was for the sex crime shit. So Matt Gates like knows that sort of Damocles has been hanging over him for like half a year now. And apparently he was looking to get out from under it uh, when Trump was on his way out of office, which is like just amazing that like that's something you do when you're totally fucking innocent. It's like, yo, outgoing president, BT dubs. Quick pardon for the sex crimes, por favor. Yeah, can I get a blanket pardon for any crimes I may have committed? Not that I did, but if I did, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's let's start getting the hell out of here. Uh, I will be the one to trigger the, our our question. Uh, uh, was it numerous perpetualist? Yes. Yeah, that sounds right. Our, our question to kiss perpetual kiss. What are you looking forward to, Sarge? What are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to. Uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Uh, I've watched all ten episodes. It's really good. Uh, won't spoil anything. I didn't like the ending, but uh, you know, a lot of people are talking about it, and I agree. It is super great. Uh, one of the best animes of the season. It's not a high bar to clear. Uh, maybe next season might be a higher bar. And uh, it had the effect they wanted. A bunch of people started playing Cyberpunk again. So. Good for them. Uh, it's a good time. If you have Netflix, give it a watch. Weeb shit from Sarge. Love to see it. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for Chinese American food, which I ordered a few moments ago and will be arriving at my domicile in about 20 minutes. Uh, and that's very exciting to me because I haven't really had much tea today. And also, uh, I love Chinese food. It's quite good. So it's going to be I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a fat boy today. You you can't see it, but I'm rubbing and patting my tum because it is anticipating Chinese food. <sighs> All right, Mike, how about you, bud? Uh, well, I'm looking forward to uh, my weekend. I had I've done a lot of work this week, so finally being able to just relax is nice. And uh, I'm looking forward to on the real weekend. Uh, this uh, upcoming is the uh, sports ball game between the Bills of Buffalo and the uh, Dolphins of Miami because uh, the two of them played really wacky games this week, and their upcoming battle uh, will tell us a lot about if Buffalo is just going to win, roll everybody. If they're going to be like the new Patriots of yore where no one can even stay on the field with them, or if uh, the plucky Dolphins with their speedy receivers and their quarterback no one really believed in but was good last week, if they can actually hang with these brutes from uh, the, the frigid north. So that'll be uh, a lot of fun to watch. Let's go fish. Yes. Uh, that's the official position of the podcast. We all love the Dolphins and always have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team, as their jingle goes. Uh, yes. Uh, what, what an incredible what an incredible team. 
uh, laces out, etc. cetera. Uh, and that's going to do it for this week of the Adventures of the Hell World podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It's time for us to get on our uh, little two, well, in this case, three man paddle boats. And we're going to paddle our little swan boat out into the lake and far, far away from here. Uh, thank you for listening to the show uh, and supporting us. You, you can do to support us for free by giving us a five-star review or simply recommending the show to anyone you might think uh, would like it, engaging with us on our social, etc. If you have money and you'd like to support us that way, you can do so by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics, where we have 40-plus hours of bonus content available for people who uh, donate to the $5 and above tier, including several various series where we dissect Q media, such as what we do out of shadows, cabal in, uh, and the most recent one, uh, that we still need to record an episode for, uh, uh, Queem cash writes everything around me. Uh, we were talking about the plot against the King. Um, oh, he's made, he's made a sequel. He has a 2000 mule sequel to the plot against the King. Oh shit. There we go. Well, cash will continue to write everything around me. Uh, so you can get access to that and more for $5 uh, or more a month. Uh, thank you to this week's beautiful baby joining the crew, Denis P. Uh, it might be pronounced Dennis, but there's only the one N, so I'm inclined to uh, lead with Denis, like Denis Villeneuve, who I also appreciate. Uh, so thank you so much, uh, Denis or Dennis P, for joining the crew. Hopefully you're enjoying that bonus content. If you've got money you don't want to give to us, you can do some good with it by donating it to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Or you can do uh, what uh, any proud liberal should be doing and donating any money they want for charitable causes to Blue Tide. Let's do it. Let's let's crush Republicans once and for all in 2022. Uh, throw your dollars into Moloch's mouth. Uh, thanks as always to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our intro song. No social media for them. Uh, thanks, DJ Minimal Effort. Regardless, here it is out into the world. I hope you receive it with your robot ears. Uh, thanks to Frosty for all of our voiceover, uh, voiceover artistry uh, or voice artist ovary, which is, is what I almost tried to say there. Thanks for your ovaries, Frosty, even though you are a male. Uh, <laughs> you can find Frosty on Twitter at FrostyVO. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at HellWorld, H-E-L-L-W-Q-R-L-D. You can find me at HellWorldL with HellWorld spelled the same. You can find Sarge at Sergeant Hell. And Mike Raids is, of course, at Poker Politics. So for another successful episode of the Adventures of HellWorld podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L. Joined by Hellworld Sarge and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.